there's more parts to the story. I'm happy to share those too. But that's kind of how I got into entrepreneurship. It was really the desire to find something just for me, you know, to have an outlet for myself. I didn't believe that I could actually make money. Hello, and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show. This is your host, Alyssa Morton, and I am a mom of two, wife, event floral designer, serial entrepreneur, and becoming increasingly aware of the power of mindset. I am so happy and thankful that you're here. I am on a mission to help empower moms to create a lifestyle of wealth, health, fulfillment, and happiness so that you can become the very best version of yourself and create a life that you love. Every week, I am bringing you along the journey with me as I overcome the barriers of limiting mindsets and create financial freedom for my family by sharing stories, strategies, and tips that I am learning daily through my life as a mompreneur. I hope that you will join the journey with me to create a life that you love too. Let's get into it. I'm so excited to have you on the show, everybody. I'm really excited to have Martine Williams with us today. Uh, she is an amazing mompreneur, so I'm excited to bring her on our show. Martine, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. I had the pleasure of coming on your show a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and now we get to have you on here. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about your background. Where did you start? How did you end up here? What are you doing now? Like, tell our audience. So um, that is a loaded question <laughs> for sure. I'm like, how long do we have? I'm just kidding. So I've been a mompreneur for 15 years. Well, almost 16 years now. I have two boys that are be 15 and 18. So I'm a little bit in denial that I have a senior and he's going to be, you know, flying the nest here soon. Um, it's just really hard to believe. And and they've grown up in the entrepreneurial space with me. You know, they just they know the space and they really they really love the flexibility that it's given me. But I've been married for 22 years and actually went to college to be an exercise physiologist. So I went to University of South Carolina and graduated with a bachelor's in science and exercise science and um, got a job right away at the hospital, You know, worked there for seven years. And then when I became pregnant with Lucas, who is my firstborn, I just did not want to go back to work. And I've always worked. My dad had you know businesses that I worked in. So I've never not worked, but I just remember sitting in my husband's lap, crying my eyes out going, I can't leave him. I can't leave him. And I know some of you that may not be your feeling, your thought may be, I can't wait to leave the house and or take my kids to daycare or whatever. And that's totally fine. I think it's to each his own. So anyway, um, really loved the job and I uh, left, got my own accounting certification online to help my husband be his bookkeeper. I was like, okay. He's like, if you can stay home, I need you to help me you know, with the bookkeeping. And it's so funny, Les, like I remember being in his office with like a makeshift nursery. I had a pack and play and a swing and you know, lights were turned down low while he was napping. And I'm like, typing in numbers, you know, hoping I'm getting them right because I'm not really a numbers girl. I mean, you kind of have to be as an entrepreneur, but to a certain extent. And then I was presented this business opportunity and I'll kind of have to back up a little bit. My husband and I have been married for 22 years. We've been together 27 and he has lots of hobbies. Um, he likes to golf. He likes to fish. He likes to hunt. And we're both born and raised here in this area. And um, a lot of my friends after college just didn't come back to this area. And so I didn't really have a lot of local friends that I could hang out with or kind of have that outlet to do something outside of being a wife and a mom. And he had that outlet and he would go hunting and fishing and hunting and fishing. And I remember just being very, very bitter 
with him and resentful. And it just went on, you know, for a really long time. And thankfully, I had a woman in the faith that was a mentor of mine. I'm a big believer in having a mentor in your life. And I remember calling her on a Saturday and I was just fed up. You know, that's what we do when we're upset with our husbands. We call our girlfriend and we complain, right? And so I called her and I complained and complained and she listened and listened. And then she said one statement that completely changed the course of my life. I truly believe that. And even when I see her today, I'm like, you just don't know how much that truth changed my life. But she said, Martine, he's not wrong. You need to find something to do. And the silence that you just heard was the silence that she heard because I was sitting here thinking like, what? Like, you're supposed to agree with me. Like, girl power. Like, come on. You're supposed to agree with me here. Like, he's not right. And again, I'm so thankful that she was willing to tell me the hard thing because she was right. He wasn't doing anything wrong. It was just, and it wasn't that I needed anything extra to do. I mean, goodness, I was a mom and I was doing his bookkeeping on the side. But what she was saying was, you need something for yourself. You need something that you can connect with other women. You need something for yourself. And so that one statement changed the course of my life. And I wasn't looking to grow a business or start a business um, because at that time, my confidence level and how I saw myself as a leader, I didn't see myself as a leader or someone who could start her own business. But I knew I was a hard worker. And I knew that if an opportunity came its way, I would jump on it. So my sister-in-law had been purchasing some products from this company called 31 Gifts. And she was like, you know, I want to tell you about this company. It's amazing. They have personalized gifts. And we're in the South. And we love to put our name on everything here in the South. So it was a pretty big deal. I had not seen anything like it at the time. And so I uh, looked it up. I saw the company. I saw their mission, loved their mission, loved their product line, loved that they were a faith-based company. And I called them. Back then, you called the phone. They only had three people working in the home office. They were only a three-year-old company at the time. There was nobody in South Carolina selling. And I was like, okay, what is this thing? And it was such a low startup cost, you know, I thought, what do I have to lose really? You know? And so I shared it with my husband. He was like, yes, I think you should go like, you need to do something. And I shared it with my mentor and she was like, yeah, I think this would be something you could try. And if it doesn't work, you just stop, you know? So that's kind of the beginning of my story. And I don't know, there's more parts to the story. I'm happy to share those too, but that's kind of how I got into entrepreneurship. It was really the desire to find something just for me, you know, to have an outlet for myself and didn't believe that I could actually make money in the industry. It took me about I don't know, two years for me to really realize, okay, yeah, there's a huge opportunity here for me to help financially with my family and just the connections I had with women. It was, that was my need at the time. And honestly, I don't know if my husband and I would still be together today if it wasn't for that tough love that she gave me and me taking action behind that. Cause we all have a choice, right? We can hear tough love from someone, but at the end of the day, you have to choose to do something about it. You can't just sit back and continue to complain about it. So... What's the first thing you do when you want to find a service near you? You search the company's website, right? Mama Media is a talented website and brand design company that truly creates customizable websites for professionals. They have a ton of valuable resources and connections that help you create compelling copy for your website, take beautiful branded photos that complement the website design, and support after your design intensives complete so that anything can be adjusted to best suit your business needs as it continues to evolve and change. List Mommy Moves as your referral when you submit an inquiry at mamamedia.org and receive 10% off your website intensive. 
I can successfully say that now he gets to go enjoy his hobbies and he doesn't have a nagging wife anymore. (laughs) I love everything about this. There's something that you said in there that really triggered something for me because when I started my businesses, I never felt more fulfilled in my Mm. entire life. Like even as a mom, when I first became a mom with my first, I was working full time in a chiropractic office. It was like a four foot wide by eight foot wide, like office, no windows, like just me and the computer screen. And I hated my life. And I noticed that I didn't have a relationship with my daughter. Like we weren't connected. Like I was excited to get away from her, like unlike your story. But with my second, when I had my business now, I was no longer working there. And I was working more than I ever did in my entire life, staying up until like two o'clock in the morning with a baby on my boob working. And I never felt more fulfilled in my entire life. And I felt more connected to my second daughter. So it's amazing like what it does for you. Like once you feel Mm -hmm. fulfilled and- Yeah, I love sure. like where you went with that because <laughs> it, it's so true. Like you need something yeah. for yourself. And once you feel fulfilled in what you're doing, then everything around you feels better. Your relationship with your husband, your kids, like I'm oh, sure yeah. you had more patience with your kids at that point. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, it's the old, old saying, you know, you got to put your own oxygen mask on first, first. And for me at that time, in that season of my life, I was fully dependent on my husband to meet all my needs. And that was unfair. It was unfair to put that pressure on him. It was unfair for me to guilt him into spending time with me. I mean, who wants someone to spend time with you because they feel like they have to. Like now I look back, I'm like, wow, that was kind of crazy. But it was just because I didn't have anything for myself and I didn't have the confidence either. You know, I'm a totally different person today. It's so funny when I think about to my very first, you know, we did home parties with 31 and standing up in front of 10 people. Like that was one of the biggest fears of my life was standing up in front of people. And I had to do that a little bit when I worked at the hospital, but not very much. And I definitely wasn't selling anybody on cardiac rehab that they wanted to come because they were sick. But that person then, and to see, you know, how I've grown through entrepreneurship into now speaking on stages with thousands of people. You know, it's just really, really crazy. And I've heard someone say that entrepreneurship is the biggest personal development journey you'll ever mm-hmm. go on. And it's 100% true. But there's so many beautiful blessings that come from being an entrepreneur. So I love it. I love this, especially because now you've grown so much that like standing up in a room full of 10 people used to make you want to poop your pants. And now <laughs> you're standing on stages. It's so incredible. I always say like, you need to just start and it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. it looks like. Cause you, like you said, like you can just not do it anymore. You could do something else. You could pivot. You can make it better. Yeah. So as soon as you just start doing something for you, it was 31 bags. For me, it was flowers. Like it right, could be anything right. for you. Yeah. As long as you just keep starting, you're going to find your way and it's going to grow into something so much more than you can even imagine. Like when you're looking back a year from now. Right. And I think it comes back to that deeply rooted why. We talk about that a lot in the entrepreneur space, but it really is an important thing, whether it's your business or your marriage or your fitness goals or whatever it is, you have to have a really deep rooted why. And for me, it was like, if I don't do this, like something's going to happen in our marriage or I'm just going to be completely feeling defeated in my marriage, feeling, you know, no connection to women. So it's just, you have to kind of get to that place where you have that deep rooted why, because there are hard things that we have to do in this business. There are things we don't like to do, you know, as business owners, but there are things that, you know, you need to do to move your business forward. And it is hard and a little bit scary to start something new. I mean, at my very first party, I think I said 10 words because I was so nervous that I was going to mess up 
And no one even knew. I mean, they wouldn't even known if I'd messed up, you know, but it's like going on stage for the first time, you know, starting my other businesses that I've started, like it's messy start, but you just have to take imperfect action before you have the perfect plan. Because if you're waiting around for someone to come and tell you to do something, or, you know, you really need to try that opportunity, then you're just going to be sitting around waiting. And again, what are you missing out on personally and in your relationships by just not taking that first step? You just got to take the first step, do it messy, mess up, fail. I mean, a failure for me is just a failed attempt and learning. You know, we're just learning what's working and what's not working. You are never a failure. And I think for women, we take that personal. When we something doesn't work, we're like, oh, what happened? What's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And I struggle with that over time, but it's not about you being the failure. It's just what you just tried didn't work. So just brush it off and try something different. There's so many opportunities. There's so many ways to do business and to do life and to do relationships. You just have to keep trying and see what works. Oh, yes. One of my favorite sayings is that the only time you fail is when you stop trying. It's because you just give up. You're like, okay, this didn't Mm -hmm. work and I'm not going to try ever again. And it's like, Mm -hmm. how many things took years to figure out? Amazon, like all of the big companies that we know right now, like we're an overnight success and nobody is an overnight success. And if they say they are, they're lying because they (laughs) probably have like a hundred thousand dollars in debt and then some. Right. Because... It just doesn't work that way. I was talking to somebody recently and they're like, you know, like when people say they have like this hundred dollar, like hundred thousand dollar, like launch week, it's like, okay, you did that one week, but what did you do the other 51 weeks of the year? Like you're probably working for that launch week and weren't making any money. So it's all about perspective and what you're seeing. And it's just, you have to just know, like, as long as you're working to be better and doing mm-hmm. what you need to do to move the needle in your business, like anything right. else in the outside world is just probably just perception. Right. And we we can get caught in the comparison trap. I mean, comparison, we've heard it is the thief of joy and it, and it really is. And with social media, it's such an easy way to compare ourselves. Yeah. You know, you see what everyone else, again, you're seeing their highlight reel. You're not seeing the background. You're not seeing what's going on behind closed doors. You're seeing the highlight reel and you're comparing their highlight reel to your real life story that's going on behind the scenes. So I think it's really important as entrepreneurs and just as moms in general. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's unhealthy, if it's causing you to think unhealthy, if someone you're following is causing you to feel like you need to become someone you're not, you just need to unfollow them. Like that's the biggest form of self-care that you can do as a business owner, as a woman is just, you're not unfriending, just unfollow for a season. You know, maybe they're putting stuff out there that is just toxic for you. It may be fine for other people, but that's where knowing you and and what you can handle right now in this season, which is different for everyone. It's okay to unfollow someone for a season, or maybe there's someone you really do just need to remove from your circle because they're toxic and they're not mentoring you and helping you get closer to where you want to go. So mentorship is huge. And, you know, they say it takes a village to raise, you know, a family, but you want to be in the right village. Mm-hmm. You can be in a village of people, but they're not being the right people that are going to help you get to where you want to go. So powerful. So can you share a little bit about what your business looks like now? Because we heard what it, you know, like your start, like, are you still selling 31 bags or what does it look like for you? Working as a solopreneur and struggling to find the time and energy to do it all especially when trying to grow your audience on all of the platforms. I outsource all of my content creation to Mama Media. They have a team of incredibly talented professionals to help me create and produce my podcasts, repurpose them on all the channels like YouTube, social media, and post it according to our schedule on all of the platforms that are best suited for my brand and my businesses. Use my code MOMMYMOVES 
when you inquire at mamamedia.org for 10% off your service. You can thank me later. So, yeah, so there's like a part two and then a part two B, um, you know, the story is still being written. I mean, that's just the story of life. Um, so I would say five years in the business, grew the business very, very successfully. The first five years, I was one of their top leaders, one of their first five um, by year three. Year five, it's interesting is that what what was my hobby, what I thought was kind of my hobby, it was I was making, you know, great income, had the connections, all of the things, the reasons why I started. But I was preparing myself my team for a training and I was reading Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles. Yeah. If you've not read that book, you should read the book. It's thick. Don't be overwhelmed by it. Just you can pick it apart. You can read chapters. There's an audible, ha- you can listen to it. Yes. But it's just a great book to keep going back to, honestly. Mm-hmm. But he talks about, you know, setting goals for the 10 areas of your life. And I was like, check, check, check. I was able to set. So I'm going through the process before I'm going to train my leaders on it. And I get to this one section, I keep skipping over it, skipping over it. And finally, I was like, all right, I have to put something in this space. And I'm sitting on the couch. I remember like it was yesterday. And I'm looking at my husband. He's sitting in the recliner. And tears just start going down my face. And he was like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm trying to set a goal for hobby and recreation. I can't think of one thing that I would want to do just for me. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I I guess I've been in such pursuit of success and I've been putting everyone else's needs in front of mine and not even really thinking about what does Martine really enjoy doing? Because what started out as a hobby, right? For me, something just for me turned into a full-time career. And while I still loved it, I was missing that hobby piece again. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just kind of found myself in that place where I just didn't know who I was anymore. And it was a really kind of dark place. And I remember working to get myself out of it. And then once I kind of came on the other side of it, I started noticing other women that had that same blank look on their face. I started seeing more women that were sacrificing themselves on the altar of success and um, just really struggling in that area. And so I created a course um, called Choose You. That was like my first second entrepreneurial journey was creating this course fully out of the passion of, I need to help other women not do this, right? To not get Mm -hmm. to a place of burnout, to not get a place of losing themselves because you can build a business and be a great mom. It's a both and, and, and there are ways to do that without burning yourself out. So, you know, had the course, group coaching program, did that for a couple of years. And I actually still have the course. It's not really live right this second because we're doing some restructuring and rebranding. But so I had the course and then doing great with 31. And then this time last year really felt like, well, I shouldn't say for the first time it wasn't. This is when the decision was made. But I would say probably by year 11 or 12, I just started feeling this tug that there was something else that I was supposed to do. And I really needed to focus on the women that I know I can impact through my speaking and my coaching. And so... You know, kicking and screaming, and like, why, why, why? I'm everything is successful. This is a huge income for yeah. our family. Is it was this business? I mean, almost a majority of our income came from this business. But I just knew less that I, there was something else that I was supposed to do, and I was having a really hard time. I mean, it's it is hard. This is why I'm so like admire you so much that you're able to do five businesses because I could not do that. I'm just not wired that way. <laughs> I'm just not wired that way. And I know that about myself. So I tried, you know, to do these these two different businesses and and they were doing great, but I felt like I needed it was time to go. And so last year, actually this time, this week, I was actually preparing to have all the hard conversations, like telling my team, telling my friends, telling my family and to transition out so that I could go full-time into the coaching and speaking world. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Last year was 
I mean, there were no big goals set. It was really just, this is a time where I need you to rest. I'm a woman of faith. And, you know, God was like, I need you to rest. I need you to reflect. I need you to prepare for what's next. And I'm like, okay, would you like to tell me what that is? <laughs> which I still not been fully revealed, but I'm now certified as a PDP professional, which is allows me to use a really cool tool to eliminate someone's strengths of personality to see in real time who they feel like need to be they need to become because there's different seasons when you're a mom, you have to become mm-hmm. right. And then when you're an entrepreneur, you have to have to become a certain, you know, have these certain essences of your personality that need to kind of come to the forefront. So I'm able to show people that in real time, like, okay, where are you having this becoming process? And then areas of stress and and stretch that may be leading them to burnout, which is a huge passion of mine. It's helping women to not do that. So being, you know, PDP certified is is a really um, awesome opportunity for me to dive a little bit deeper into my coaching with with my clients. So I'm, I'm really excited about that in 2023. Oh, I love this. Could big props to you because a lot of people have difficulty, especially when a success is happening in your business and this is the sole income coming in. It's really difficult to step away and say, mm-hmm. this is fantastic, but I need to close the door on this chapter and move mm-hmm. into this new chapter for myself. Big props to you because that is a Thank huge you. mindset thing, huge every way, like shape and form. And for your family to be able to say, I trust you, you're going to make this happen. Like mm-hmm. we know we've done this before. We could do it again. Yeah. Congratulations. Like that's huge. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'll tell you something funny. So Lucas, my oldest, after I told him and, you know, cause I wanted to share with him, like, you're probably going to see mom cry a little bit because it's, mm-hmm. it was a mourning process. This was part of my bit, my life for 15 years. And I have so many amazing relationships and I am who I am today because of that journey. And so it'll always be part of my story. But um, when we, I told him, you know, what was happening and my oldest, he was like, Oh, and my husband's like, yes, yeah, so mom just gets to be a mom for a little while. Like she's just going to be a mom and a wife. And, and he's like, Oh, okay. So when I get home from school and this is, you know, he's 16, yeah. he's like, so I could expect, you know, snacks on the counter when I come <laughs> up from school and a four course meal for dinner, you know, and, um, it was just really, really cute the way he tried. He could tell I was upset. So he was trying to make me laugh and, um, and they know I don't love to cook. So that's probably why he said that. <laughs> and then my youngest, he loves like, he's all about style and gifts and that's his love language. So his first question was, mom, are they going to come take all your bags? <laughs> You're going to have to get rid of all your bags. <laughs> he was so worried about all the bags. I was like, nobody, but I am going to have to get rid of some of the bags because I have, I have a lot of bags in, uh, in the house. So anyway, it was just really cute. And it was a family decision. I mean, that I definitely kept them a part of it. And my husband was fully supportive, which made it a lot easier. It was a really hard season, but um, he made it a lot easier because he's supported me. I can't do anything without the support of my husband. Like even like you say, like you're impressed by like the five businesses. They're all still like startups. Like it's like the biggest thing that like we say across everything is like, we're in the process. Like nothing is really a true success yet. Like we're just trying to build it. And like, we want you to come along the journey with us. So like our real life right now, like my husband's working full time so that I can do all this stuff and really try to move the needle across the board. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a lot of work. Like it's a lot of work up front. And you brought up a lot of good points about like not even knowing who you you are anymore, like Mm -hmm. not having hobbies. Like I can't tell you something I enjoy because I'm so focused on growing everything else. Yeah. And yeah, it's amazing. Like what it does for you, like just as a personal development journey, but also like parts that you lose yourself too. Yeah. It's so common. And Mm -hmm. honestly, the burnout is an epidemic. I mean, I see it so Mm -hmm. much and it just breaks my heart because it just doesn't have to be that way. 
hustle culture. I mean, I, I, I'm a hard worker, but there's yeah. a difference in hard, working hard and, and hustling 365, 24 mm-hmm. seven. Like, I don't believe that's how we were designed and created to be. And it's just, you don't have to do that. There are seasons and pockets. And I talk a lot about with my clients creating harmony. I don't believe necessarily there's a, a true balance in life and work. I think you can find harmony because when you think about, you know, a symphony or orchestra that's playing, you have really loud instruments that are playing loud and you have the smaller, you know, quieter tones, mm-hmm. but they find a way to harmonize, right? To make this beautiful rhythm, this beautiful sound. Well, your life can be the same way. There are seasons where like right now, when I was in the direct selling industry, this was a busy season. So this was a time where my family knew yeah. I was going to have to play that tuba really loud. That was a big instrument during the season. But then in the summer months, when they're out of school, I'm able to play it really loud for them. And so you just can find that harmony between the two. But if you're searching for a 50% of my time here and 50% of my time here, you're going to be caught in a trap and it's just not going to happen. So the idea of balance to me is a trap that many women fall into and then they turn into burnout. So, yeah, I think that they think about it wrong. Like balance doesn't have to be a scale. Like it could be Mm -hmm. a pizza. It could be a pie. It could be anything that you want it to be because some days it might be 80% family and 20% business. Sometimes it's no business. Like I was sick, like the whole first, like half of this week. And I was just on the couch because I couldn't move and like emotional things happening and like just crying. And it's like, I can't focus anything on anything right now other than myself and like trying to be there for my kids when they're crying for me, you know? Yeah. It's totally balanced and it doesn't have to be like you said, the 50, 50. Yeah. Well, kudos to you for, I mean, sometimes we're put on our rear ends Mm-hmm. You know, because we're not doing it ourselves. And so, yeah. you know, sometimes you get to that point where you're just sick and you just have to, have, you know, we get forced to lay down. The thumb comes down. And you're like, okay, I need you to take a break. But, you know, my hope and prayer is that women won't get to that state to where they are. Mm-hmm. They just, they just give up, you know, because things are too heavy for them to carry around. So just, you have to learn to put things down. You know, you think about a plate, holding a plate with one apple is not heavy when you hold it for a little bit, but if you're holding it up constantly and that apple could be depression, anxiety, it could be your business, could be, you know, you you fill in the blank on what that apple is. It's not heavy at first, but if you're holding it up over and over and over week after week after week, eventually your arm gets tired and it's just going to put it down. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather see you put it down in a healthy way and not quit. Like just learn to rest, not quit, you know? Yeah. I love that analogy. Instead of holding it up overhead, maybe switch arms, maybe set it down. Ask for help. Yes. Ask for help. Can you, can you carry this for me for a little bit? It's getting kind of heavy, you know, or take a couple things off the plate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're not designed to have a plate that's overflowing, even with good things. And that's the trap. I think I also see women fall into All these things are good, you know, volunteering at the church, volunteering at the school, helping this neighbor do this. And these are all great yeses, but they may not be great yeses for you right now. There's nothing wrong with them. They're not unhealthy behaviors, but if there's too much, even of a good thing, it can become a bad thing. Oh my gosh. This has been a phenomenal conversation. (laughs) Is there any last words you want to leave with our audience? Because there's a lot of gold in here. (laughs) I would just say that you have to put your own oxygen mask on first. And I think it's just really important for you to know your priorities. This is something that's so out of whack for a lot of people is they see what Sally Q is doing and that's what they think should be important for them. And so something like even to do quarterly is to just think about your key areas of your life and just kind of rate and see where you're at. Where are you feeling discontentment? 
And don't just sit back and let it stay that way, but understand what are your priorities right now in this season? Because my kids are older now, like they don't need me or want me to be around them, you know, as much as they did when they were younger. And so my priorities have shifted in those relationships. So I think you just have to get really key on your priorities in life and in business. Make sure you're keeping what matters most, what matters most, and you are your biggest asset, your greatest asset to your business, to your parenting, to your other relationships, to your marriage, because you are, and you have to protect Mm -hmm. that fiercely because if you're a giver, you have to know your limits because the takers don't have any. And so you have to really be able to know, okay, what's priority for me so that you can easily say no to them, no to even a great opportunity. But if it's not part of your priorities for this season that you're in right now, it has to be a no because you're not superwoman. And if you think you are, you're going to end up being a super worn out woman. So just know your priorities, get clear on those, talk to your family, find out what's important for them to, and then set boundaries around them. And just know you are your greatest assets. You have to take care of yourself and your business and all those other things are only as good as you are. So good. Thank you, Martine. Can you just plug shamelessly all of your stuff (laughs) for everybody? So the best place to connect with me is on Instagram right now at martine31williams. My uh, website is under construction right now because we're kind of doing some rebranding for 2023. But if you find me on Instagram, then you can definitely get links to you know some freebies that I have on there. And I'd love for you just to come say hello. Let me know what you think about the episode. If there's anything I can do to support you, I'm here for you. Awesome. Thank you, Martine. And check out her podcast too. It's the Mompreneur yeah. Life oh, yeah. Remix, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Mompreneur Life Remix podcast. Yes, that's also on Instagram. So you can find it there. But... I'd love to connect with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you, Marti, for being on. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way through on the Making Mommy Move show. Make sure to subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts at. And I would really appreciate a kind and honest review of the show. That's how more moms will be able to find our podcast and listen in each week with you. Copy this link, share it with your friends on social media. I will be forever grateful. I'm so happy and proud of you for making the first mommy move by listening to the show. Until next time, I encourage you to keep up the momentum by continuing to make mommy moves along with me. Talk soon.